0: Welcome to AnimeCons TV, I'm Patrick Delahanty and I'm here with Shannon Morse. Hello! <laughs> and uh, we're here to talk about sexual harassment at conventions.
1: Yes we are.
0: And uh, you've done a lot of research into this, you go to a lot of InfoSec conventions. I
1: do, I go to a lot of HackerCons slash information security conventions, so they're for computer geeks, okay. but a lot of our InfoSec uh, people... They run into the same conventions as anime cons, mm-hmm. um, myself included. Obviously, I go to a lot of anime cons with you. Yeah. So I wanted to come on today and talk a little bit about code of conducts and sexual harassment and harassment in general, and uh, what you might run into at conventions and how you can help with this matter.
0: Now, what, what sort of policies are in place? I know different conventions have different policies, but yeah. what, what's on the infosec side of the thing, and the hacker cons, what what do we have in place there?
1: So currently, in information security, um, especially during twenty seventeen, we've seen a huge move for a lot of movement towards getting these things called codes of conducts in place, or COCs for short and basically when you create a code of conduct, it has a bunch of different parts uh, and the parts can always be updated in the future if you find you need to update them with some additional information or terminology. But generally there's like four parts or so. Uh, The first part would be uh, what your core values are as a convention, what you expect from your attendees and who your code of conduct is going to uh, include. So that would be your speakers, your vendors, your guests, uh, your attendees obviously, attendees are the most important, uh, as well as the team members that are working at the convention. Uh, the next part would be defining what harassment is. Mm. So, if you have a code of conduct in place, you would say, These are our core values, and this is who this code of conduct includes. This is what harassment is. Now, sadly, Sadly, harassment has to be defined for a lot of people. Uh, A lot of people don't understand what harassment entails. Uh, They might think that you're allowed to touch people where they don't want to be touched. However, you might think that rape is wrong.
0: Yeah, it, uh, they, they in may other, something they think is a locker room joke, yeah. but somebody else maybe interpret that. That's so, a great
1: yeah. example, <laughs> especially. Not to politicize it or anything, but um, harassment basically entails a lot of different terminology and it, whether you're going to an adult convention or an anime convention, you might have very different terminology that is included in your code of conduct. So, after you define what is harassment, and I'll send you a link that you can include in your show notes to some really good information, break right down there in the show notes. Uh, after that, you want to include information on how somebody can report it and mm. who they can report it to. So, those would be the last two parts. So, basically, who can report it? That should be anybody. If you receive harassment, if you see harassment that's happening, if you are targeted, you should be able to report it in some way. And that way should include not only in person with some of the team members that are working there, but also some other uh, non-direct way of communicating. So that could be like over the phone, or a direct message to a Twitter account, or it could be an email address, or something that is going to be monitored 24-7 during the convention after that the most important part of course you're going to have this code of conduct in place but where do you want to put it so that should include in the guidebook that you give Mm. your convention attendees on the very first day it should include maybe a poster that is seen in the main hallway i believe we saw something like that at was it sac anime i want to say well a
0: lot of conventions now are doing that cosplay is not consent
1: yes exactly and that is a huge, huge movement as well, and I think that falls into line with code of conduct as well too. Uh, so you should put it in your guidebook, on the website, uh, and then maybe in a poster like available somewhere. I believe that uh, maybe your MC should announce it during the convention so people know what they can and can't do during the convention and then you should train your uh, employees or volunteers so that they know exactly what they should do whenever a report is given to them Uh, and that's basically all of what a code of conduct entails
0: uh now what do you think somebody should do if they're going to a convention that doesn't have one of these policies in place yet and they notice something Mm -hmm. wrong Yes. I mean, what can somebody do?
1: Um, So personally, I have decided to not go to conventions that don't have codes of conduct in place. But if you do find yourself at a convention that does not have a code of conduct in place yet, You should definitely try to speak to the organizers, try to speak to the people in charge and see if they are willing to create something with you. If they don't know who they can talk to, the link that I'm gonna give Patrick will give some general outlines on information that they should use and you could definitely direct them to that link because I believe it's a very good uh, guidebook as far as creating a code of conduct. They could also speak to me. I'm more than happy to speak to organizers to create code of conducts. I've actually talked to two information security conventions to. create COCs for them. So I believe that, you know, if you find yourself Targeted in harassment or if you find yourself at a convention where they don't have a CoC in place yet You can definitely work with them as opposed to Targeting them and attacking them and telling them that they're horrible people for not having a CoC A lot of these conventions just have not had any kind of reports happen So they don't know that these things are happening. Yeah,
0: they don't think it's necessary. Oh, it happens elsewhere They don't here, think it's, it's necessary. Here. We don't. Yeah, we don't need to bother with. Yeah, but.
1: and a big problem I think people think that codes of conduct they they make people not not harass people uh, if that makes sense and COCs will not prevent harassment but they do create guidelines for what is expected and they do give the convention the right to ban people if they are harassers if they are victimizing other people if they are rapes rape people, (laughs) you know, (laughs) folks like that that should not necessarily be at your convention or be standing out at your convention, because you don't want those kind of people in your environment.
0: Uh, Now, wasn't there an issue just recently, there was uh, some convention in Europe that, um, no, I think I heard about this from you, so you, uh, I forget the initial, it was C and... Oh, you did, Yeah. yes. And they had accepted somebody on, I think, to present, that was not a nice person. Right and people spoke out about that. Whatever happened, I I mean, this happens in the anime world, too, where there'd be presenters or even people running conventions that are not good people.
1: Yes, exactly, and Uh, and I believe I even mentioned one of those to you as well, uh, for an anime convention, but the one you you mentioned in Europe was the CCC, uh, CCC, Chaos Communication Congress, I believe it's called, but they do a convention during New Year's, every single year. It's been going on for Decades now and they don't have a code of conduct in place. They their policy on their website is basically just be awesome to each other And that's it. But you really need to define what that means. Like you could say be awesome to each other I totally agree.
0: Asterix and then here's Asterisk. what that
1: means. <laughs> here's yeah. what that means. Here's how you can report it yeah. Here's where you can report it. And here's what happens if you are found to be at fault of harassment Like you should get banned, mm-hmm. you know, but they didn't have anything like that in place so I, I talked to them about it on Twitter, and um, the girl that was a victim of some things that happened at the convention, she talked to me on Twitter, she thanked me for speaking out about it. Um, Do they have a code of conduct in place yet? I don't believe they do, but I'm going to definitely keep on to them this year and make sure that it happens, because I, I don't like seeing other information security conferences currently that don't have COCs. The whole reason that I got involved is because I was groped at a convention back in 2014 and it, it was kind of traumatizing, to be honest. It was something very small, but it was traumatizing. Like, you don't want to be put in that place where you don't know who you can trust and especially if it's an acquaintance, and in my case it was. The convention that I was at, they didn't have a code of conduct in place. So even though he was banned, according to the owner, He came back two years later and we were sponsoring the convention, my company was, so we were giving them money, even though the guy that had targeted me in harassment, he was back there, so it was a really, really bad headache that I had to deal with and I eventually told them like, hey, we can't sponsor your convention if you're going to let harassers in, so they created a code of conduct. They started working with people more, and they're much more outspoken about having codes of conduct and now I go back because I want to support them for, you know, changing their mindset, which I think is totally possible.
0: All right. Uh, any other uh, topics you'd like to tell people about?
1: <laughs> I just think it's really important. Um, yeah. I think it's very important to, for there to be equality, especially in anime conventions and in information security conventions. Just anime cons, society. especially In I society, mean, yeah, totally. Not
0: just- The information security and anime, it's everywhere.
1: When you have a convention, you're bringing in together, in a very small environment, a lot of different kinds of people. You have, you know, so many different groups, so many different nationalities, and for there to be that kind of inclusion amongst that group of people, because everybody loves the same kind of thing, it's so special. And you don't want to ruin that. And I think it's so important to have these kinds of codes in place so that people know that they are protected, they have a way to report things that come up, that happen, because this isn't new, like these things have been happening for so many years it's just now that people are starting to speak out about it and for people to speak out about it, they have to know that something is going to happen, there's going to be an action involved if they actually speak up and say, hey, this happened to me what are you going to do about it?
0: And I know there's some cases where the person that is being accused of this has lashed out and sued people. Right. And I can think of several cases by several different people where this has happened. And so (laughs) others may be afraid to speak out because... They fear a lawsuit.
1: There but. is there are some huge issues with that, but if you if you have a group that you can talk to, mm-hmm. if you have supporters, which I am a supporter of, um, you know, equality and having codes of conduct, then you can definitely like have us backing you up with whatever you need to report. So it always helps to have somebody by your side to like a supportive person like if i was harassed at an anime convention i wouldn't want you by my side because i know that i could trust you i know mm. that you would trust me and that you would be there by my side to support you know my report so it's always helpful to have those kind of people around you
0: right uh anything else we should know
1: um i think that's it okay. feel free to follow me if yeah. you have any questions about codes of conduct as well
0: yeah and where, where where else can they find you uh, on other shows and Twitter oh, yeah. and everything like <laughs> plug your stuff.
1: I'm on the internet. I'm at snubs on Twitter, S-N-U-B-S, or you can find me on YouTube. I'm youtube.com slash Shannon Morris. I just posted a bunch of vlogs from Japan too. Yay! Which and is super exciting. You have
0: a new Instagram account. People oh, I People would probably be interested in here.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's Sailor Moon specific. It's a Sailor Moon merchandise and news related Instagram. It's Sailor Snubs. S-A-I-L-O-R S-N-U-B-S. Very easy. Just Sailor Snubs. <laughs> All right. Thank you for well, having for me. for coming. Yeah, absolutely. It's so great to come out and speak about codes of conduct. Yeah. I think it's really important. And ever since it happened to me, I've become a huge advocate. So I'm really happy to speak about it.
0: Yeah, and this is a topic we've been wanting to cover for quite a while. And if you have anything to say about it, please call our voicemail line at 762 Adequate, at 762 233 7828, or leave us an email at podcast at animecons.tv. We'd love to hear from you, and we can always pass that on to share. Thanks for coming. Thank you. <laughs>